to the Sassy Sewer Lion Boutique. I'm Claire and joining me are two people who, guys, come this way. Just stand under, see that shipping container? Just stand, stand, okay, oh, stand there, geez. stand there, okay, right, just stand still, okay, 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 drop it, okay, oh no. My two co-hosts here are now pancakes, brand damage. <laughs> Wow. Well, how are we supposed to, like, podcast now when we're... You'll be like little pancake Pennywise at the end of it, chapter two. We're spooky <laughs> ghosts now. Oh. I don't know, I, like, guys, I just have to say, it really amused me in this episode. I don't know why, when they kept referring to the guy as the, oh, he's dead, oh, the dead guy. And I was like, I think when you've been squashed by a shipping container, you're, like, more than dead. If there's, like, a more than dead option, <laughs> you're like, you don't exist. You know, you've, you, you're atoms at that point. Yeah. It just amused uh, me. Yeah, I I mean, you know, this. we'll talk about it when we get to the opening scene there, but it's like, it was one of those, like, wow, are they going to kill this guy with by squishing him? And they did. And I was... They did. <laughs> very taken aback even though I expected it it was just like oh okay uh, so let's start so this episode is called Beast Within mm. um, so uh, we'll figure that out mm. uh, <laughs> Tammy, Tammy but, what's the name of your Beast Within? Cheryl I don't know <laughs> uh, mine's uh, Colby <laughs> I don't know I think I've heard Brad? it uh uh, my beast within is uh, I, I got nothing. Um, <laughs> Cromwell, Cromwell is your beast. No, friend? how dare you, Claire? <laughs> Do not insult my imaginary dog like that. Oh, Brad's inside beast almost came out to attack you. Claire. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that was my point. I was trying to lure him out so I could find out oh. his identity. <laughs> wow. Eesh. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and start with sixty second summary. Because that's oh, what we love. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, all of our beast names are on a wheel. <laughs> and yes, Cheryl, Colby, and to be determined. <laughs> yeah. And. <laughs> Claire! No! Um, I'm paging, paging your beast! Paging no! your beast! Please come to the Colby. front of the store. Yeah. Colby, uh, are you available? <laughs> could, could I, let me be James Lipton for a second. Claire, could I could I speak to Colby for a moment? <laughs> I, I was hoping you could speak to Colby. Perhaps, are you going to uh, ask me what Colby would say if he met God in heaven and what his favorite curse word is? Uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, I can't even th- like I didn't even I, I can't even think of six seconds worth of stuff that happened in this episode. Well, but I'll give it a try because I am a tryer. <laughs> all right, Claire, please take a moment, collect your thoughts, think about what happened in this episode, yeah. what people were doing, what were they wearing, what was going on. Um, whatever you need to discuss this in as much detail as possible without going over one minute, already actually under, because then you would be. A uh, chump that I think might have gotten his eyes uh, clawed out. I'm not really sure what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you will no. be going in three, two, one, go. Okay, guys, it's the episode The Beast Within. It's not as fun an episode as last week. Last week had all the fashions and wacky accents. This week has, uh, I don't know, Vincent's old friend from childhood 
who is now like a greasy mob boss and is going around killing people and Vincent's unhappy about this and Vincent's also super possessive and creepy with uh, Catherine in this episode everything's me 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 he's like if you die I'll be sad if you die I'll, I'll die I can't imagine living without you it's not about you Vincent it's about her shut up uh, and uh, Catherine's like I don't know running around trying to stop these guys from being the mob or whoever they are and killing people with shipping containers. This is not an like well, I mean, it is an effective way to kill people, but I don't know how are you going to get away with that. Uh, anyway, at the end, Vincent goes on a killing spree and murders twenty three or so people, and then him and Catherine and Catherine gets shot, but she's fine. And the end. One minute, four seconds. <gasps> oh, getting closer, guys. <laughs> You're doing it. You're doing it. I believe in you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, buddy. All right, Claire. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, but now you also need to tell us some fun facts. There were no fun facts for this episode um, on IMDb. Um, like, nothing. Um, there wasn't even, like, a fun quote of the week. Because, like, sometimes they're, like, all memorable quotes. And the memorable quote was literally, like, Vincent being like, Meh, you are my friend. Meh. And I was like, well, that's not fun at all. Um, so, yeah, I haven't really got anything fun to say, I'm afraid. I even looked at if I knew the, some of the actors from anywhere else. And no, I didn't. So, yeah, not much fun this week, I'm afraid, guys. Well, I guess what I, I wanted to talk is Claire was not... Um very impressed with this episode so i just thought like uh, let me see what the imdb scores were like the ratings for these Mm -hmm. episodes so so far the lowest episode ratings have a 7.5 which is still i think for imdb pretty good yeah uh, which was a terrible savior so that was the one where uh, jace kath what happened was that the one with jace Jace? yeah yeah yes And then um, No Way Down also got a 7.5. That's the one where Vincent was, like, tortured. So I was, like, very shocked that that was the low episodes. This episode is a 7.8. And then um, Siege and Masks were 7.9. And uh, the pilot was an 8.1. But Masks Masks was the best. It had clowns. It had wacky Irish accents. It had wear-corgis or whatever you want wear at the, yeah, the jogger. Uh, it was the best thing ever. Yeah. yeah. That was well, the best. I I am excited to announce that from oh, here oh. on out, I think there might be one episode later on that's like in the sevens again, but nice. everything from here on out is eight and above. Oh. <laughs> so oh. I'm like, wow. oh, that's like next week is an 8.4, whatever. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, there's an 8.6 coming <laughs> up. There's uh, you know, I'm, I'm, looking forward to a lot of these uh, episodes. I mean, so. I don't trust the people of IMDb, but uh, I do trust their ratings, because I, I like this one okay. Um, yeah. Better than I, some. Yeah, and um, this, so, and the, just, I mean, I don't want to get our hopes up, but the finale of this season is a 9.3, and I'm like, wow, well, IMDb, that's really high. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. So, it's just, it was just interesting, and the only reason I looked is because Claire was like, oh, this episode is a dud, and I was like, I wonder how it compares to all the other ones. Um, I will say, with fun I facts, f- I did have yeah. a minor spoiler, because I accidentally saw a name 
of uh, an actress playing a character that's coming out. I don't know anything about the character, but I saw that an actress is going to be in uh, an episode coming up, um, Who and it's an actress who not only featured in a um, show that we podcast about, Tammy Carnival, um, oh. she was in a minor role in that, um, but more importantly, she was in my favourite movie of all time, Harold and Maud. so I'm very excited oh. about that. <laughs> nice. It is yeah, not Oscar was, winner uh... Ruth Gordon, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. <laughs> And I, and I won't share what it was that I was spoiled on, but I was completely spoiled on some of the stuff in the final season. Um, wow. And I just, I, every time I even think about how this, how I was spoiled, I'm like, I, this is crazy. This show is crazy. <laughs> because the things that we're going to encounter in this show to get to the point in, in the last season of what happens, I'm like, this is, I don't, this is insane. So Does it I, include I'm, wizards, Tammy? I mean, it might. I still would like to know because I was telling someone yesterday about the show and trying to explain to them, and they were like, "So was he magically transformed into a beast? Like in you know in the Disney versions of the movies? That's that's what happened." And I was like, "With the, with the no, magic, I think it yeah. was. Yeah, I think he was just born this way. I guess I I don't know. I was like, we have really haven't gotten to it. So I do hope we learn that. Mm-hmm. But with some of the things in season three, I'm like. I'm wondering if that's when some of it'll come out. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's all just so wild. This show is, is a wild, adventurous ride that I am enjoying. So It's as wild as Vincent's hair. Uh, oh god, I can't wait to talk about the last scene. Okay, so the other, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is this... Uh, uh, of course, we still have a couple of more episodes where we get to have the letters to Catherine... <laughs> Um, so, of Listeners, course. if any of you are listening to the whole of those, we want to know, because I, like, I want, yeah, I want your thoughts on these letters, if you're managing to sit yeah. through the whole thing at the end of the episodes, because I listen to the whole of, whole of some of them, and it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's easier to read them, I think. Um, mm. I, I like the way this one starts off, which is tonight I almost lost you. Tonight my greatest fear tore through me as that bullet tore through you. (laughs) I'm like, what kind of fucking letter is this? Yeah. Um, Yeah. It it was pretty bad. Um, Let's see. The night you told me of the risk you face, I said to you, go... Go no further. The warning came from care, but it always it's it was always filled with fear. I was afraid of losing you. It's like you're afraid of losing control. I don't Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see. Yeah, and, and this letter is basically just saying about how scared he is like of losing Catherine the entire time. So um and oh so possessive. I'm with you on that journey, Catherine, wherever it leads. Yeah. And, and on that journey, we are as children, finding our strength, facing our fears, holding each other by the hand. <laughs> what? And then he does a Tennyson poem. He puts it in there. Yeah. So I assume he reads that entire thing on the phone. So that's oh, yeah. something. You know what I'm just noticing on the website? Um, when you go to like the uh, uh, where the uh, episode transcripts are and everything... Yeah. Um, you can. They also show you the cover of the VHS tape if you happen to have purchased this single episode on VHS. What? Uh-uh. 
Because back in the day, when we used to sell single episodes of TV shows on a VHS. Oh my like, god! <laughs> I know they did like yeah. three episodes on a VHS for Buffy. I don't remember single episodes. Oh no, that was definitely a thing back. Because oh, wow. yeah, um, and it was like twenty bucks for a uh, tape. But there's a banner at the top of this one, <laughs> exclusive exclamation point. Each cassette includes Vincent reading one of his lo- oh, no! love letters to Catherine. <laughs> So if you also purchased each episode um, on VHS, you also had these letters. Also, what is going on with his look in this Ooh, picture? It's not like, good. It's like they used a, a wide camera for him. Oh, it's so bad. That is great. Manzies. Can you imagine, like, you drop, can you imagine dropping $20 <laughs> to buy this episode? Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, this website is the best website we've ever found. It is. Ever. Truly, truly. Because, uh, you know, the, the Quantum Leap one was great, too. But mm-hmm. this is like... I mean, I enjoy Wikipedia trope. and Amazon and The Intercept. But I think this is the best <laughs> website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's got so much information that I'm just like... So someone put so much work into this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great, guys. Uh, so anyway, that that's what I had to add for fun facts. Um, Brad, what was happening on the day this episode aired? Guys, there's so much happening. It's Friday, the sixth of November, in 1987. Um, so we got some movies. Uh, uh Running Man still in the theaters, running strong. Um, great film. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Baghdad Cafe is still playing. Sure. Uh, we also have Flowers in the Attic. What? <laughs> uh, I watched that. I love that bonkers <laughs> film. <laughs> I mean, I might, I might have watched it when I was nine, but I, I never see. I think this is the American uh, thing because I had fire. no idea what it was, and then I found out about it like when I was older, and I didn't because. I think it's like it's not as well known over here and I watched it and I was like what is this it's amazing <laughs> yeah uh, then we got Hearts of Fire with Bob Dylan Ooh. don't know okay. um, but most importantly we've got Teen Wolf 2 <gasps> oh Jason Bateman <laughs> nice true classic true classic yeah yeah, I was like, I'm sure I watched that as well is he oh, what, yeah, what yeah. game does he do in that because in the first um, one it's basketball is it wrestling is he like a wrestler in it? I know it's basically the same film as the first one, oh. but I remember they swapped the they swapped the uh, the games yeah, out the sports. Be. And I remember there's a scene where he's dancing with his date at the prom, and he's turning into a werewolf, and it's hilarious. Um, also, uh, we got some uh, famous birthdays, of course. Um, we've got psychic Michael Jones. Mm. <laughs> so who is this? Young, no, I, like, is never he a heard of him. psychic? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, who is this psychic born in 1987? Um, I, no clue. Does it say where he's from? Well, he, he has a website, My Spirit Source. Uh, he has a website that's uh, myspiritsource.net, I think. Oh, wait, no, that's where he's. It's michaelkjones.net. Um, and this guy, ugh. The Seven Victories of the Divine Child, a modern revelation of spiritual growth and higher consciousness. Oh, so, uh. Mm-mm. Lame fuck. He's an author and spiritual teacher. Gross. Not a thing. Ugh, no. 
That's a made-up occupation. Um, most definitely. Um, also, Ooh. important historical events did not happen on this day at all. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, cover of Life magazine, Vietnam POWs. Oh. Oh, because it's because it's the eighties and we were doing uh, that. It was that mm. fucking conservative Reagan bullshit of pretending that there were like POWs still over there, and uh, it was uh, conservative conspiracy bullshit. Um, well, it was um, it was John John McCain and Al Calavici, wasn't it? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck the eighties, fuck the eighties, and fuck Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, top song in the U.S., Tiffany, I Think We're Alone Now. <gasps> nice. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm going to say, Brad, from a couple of weeks ago when I was not on the podcast, how dare you not know the BG song, You Win Again? It's the best BG song of all time, meaning it's the only one I like. <laughs> <laughs> I actually let out a gasp when you were like, what, what the hell song is that? I was like, oh, scandal. <laughs> scandal. Well, do you know this song? Here's the top song in the U.K., Mm-hmm. It's to pow China in your hand. Uh, yeah. Do you oh, not know that you. song? Okay. Yeah. Do you not know to pow? Named after no. uh, Star Trek, I think. Oh, Isn't there okay. a character in Star Trek called to pow? Sounds about right. Yeah. It's a, it's um, a great also, song. also, George Harrison's got my mind set on you. Uh, which um, you know who's in the music video for that, don't you, Tammy? Who? In the music video for Got My Mind Set On You, um, Wesley Wyndham Price from uh, Buffy, oh. going back to Buffy. Yeah, doing some yeah. little dancing, showing some moves. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, and uh, um, that's what's going on. But what's on TV this night? That's the most important thing. Um, yes, uh, you could have been watching Full House episode Jessie's Girl. Oh, God. Okay. I wish I, that I had Jessie's Girl. Why can't I find um, a woman like that, Brad? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it's like um, one of the Olsen twins. So. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Um, have them. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, you could have watched the episode I Married Dora, A Matter of Molding. Explorer. I wish. <laughs> but most importantly, um, after you watch Beauty and the Beast, switch over to ABC uh, because it's the episode of Mr. Belvedere TV George. Which one was that? Uh, that's the episode where George is uh, becomes a TV sportscaster. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Great up, great up. As all of them are. You can hear all about Mr. Belvedere in past episodes of Ramp Jack. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Go do that. That that was a delight to go through Mr. Belvedere with Ramp Jack. <laughs> uh, it was. It was great. Uh, well, thank you, Brad. Um, I do have a list from Josie of what she was disturbed by this episode. Uh, number one, always and forever, Vincent's mouth. <laughs> I'm with Josie in this episode. There was a scene near the start, and I don't know what it was. I think it was just because it was a close-up of him, and it was the closest we kind of seen his makeup, and it was kind of freaking me out a bit as well. Yeah. Um... Vincent creeping in all capitals <laughs> on people while they were while they're asleep. Yes. And I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I'm like, how many people are helpers that Vincent does this for? <laughs> um, the next two are quoted, I guess, things that were said. So the first quote was, "But I love it, stink and all." 
that disturbed her. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the other one is, oh, yes, I also had this on my notes, which is, he's been a friend more than a friend. And I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, they're the lovers. in the episode. Yeah. I also Sam was like- Sam and Vincent are lovers. What? This is a fact. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we're, we're learning a lot about Vincent this episode. <laughs> So uh, those were things that uh, Josie was uh, disturbed by this episode. So, uh, you guys ready to talk about the episode itself? Sure, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I think all of us kind of feel similarly about this episode. Like it had some things, but yeah. Before just, we get into the episode, we- I will say the opening credits. Um, it, I, I'm with Tammy that it is a delight every time. Catherine walks over that sewer <laughs> grate and smiles. <laughs> it's the best bit in the credits. It's up there with the prisoners. You won't get it. It just makes yeah. you smile every time. I love it. It's so goofy. It's yeah. so goofy. Oh, and it that makes lion me so man happy. that lives in the sewer. Mm. <laughs> oh. And I just like to think that over every grate she walks by, she's just smiling away. Because well, you know that's... Vincent is is under every grate that she walks. Oh yeah, that creep oh. is always looking up the grates. <laughs> He's never she's never more than ten foot away from him. He's always creeping. Yeah. Oh. That's we did she... get Go ahead. I said that's that's why she started wearing pants all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, yes, yeah, he's, although, I will say, I, I can't remember exactly when it happens in this episode, but the, because we always, this is like a standard now, every episode, we are getting him being shocked into looking. Oh, so good. <laughs> like, oh. like, feeling the feeling that something is happening with Catherine, and suddenly turning his head. And it is becoming my favorite thing in every Absolutely. episode. I cannot wait till it happens. I'm, like, excited. I feel, like, cheering. Like... <laughs> we get, like, we get, like, a full minute in, in shots. It just keeps going back to him running to Catherine. It'll be, like, something else happens and it will shoot back to him and he'll be like dun, 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 running along yes. and then like oh, and so then it, he gets to Catherine in this episode and then when he leaves her we get it of him running back to the sewers and it's amazing yes, yeah. I love it yeah I I really thought we were gonna get a subway scene in this episode yes. but we did not but him running through the sewers oh, the so, amount of running he did in this episode was so dumb it's so good it's like, why are we getting 50 scenes of him running? <laughs> it almost was like one of those things, like it went so far that it went past, like it was yes. funny and then it wasn't funny and then it became funny again. It was like David <laughs> so- Lynch directed it. <laughs> that was so good. Okay. So we start off um, in the docks, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I-, I don't quite know what they're moving around, but. There's some crazy synth music going on. Like the synth, yeah. like the and the guitar is kind of crazy in this episode. Yeah, we meet Mitch Denton right away. Ugh, his his I, outfit. What, yeah. Mm, what yeah. the uh-huh. fuck is this? <laughs> He's wearing like a Cosby sweater with like a coat <laughs> over the top with a furry collar, and then these like this greasy, greasy hair, and then yeah. these aviator glasses and his little driving gloves. And I was like, and oh. like, like he. He steps out of that car 
like he's a real fucking cool badass. Yeah. But he... Like, first of all, your car sucks. Um, it's not yeah. a cool badass car. I don't know why they're pretending it is. And your rig out is stupid looking. Yeah. Like, that is not an intimidating look. Yeah. Because it's like the car itself is is sporty looking, but it's mm-hmm. not. It's not. <laughs> like, it's no. just not. And it's like they got this cheap version of a Corvette. Like, it's... Yeah. I mean, it is a Corvette, but it does not look cool at all. <laughs> no. Yeah. My Powder first blue. Note, yeah. No, not at all. Um, my first note on this scene was, there's a lot of hard hats. Probably not a safe job. <laughs> like this, I, I was like, this is one of those things that I already was like, something bad's going to happen. Look at all these hard hats. They're trying mm-hmm. to be extra safe. That means someone's not going to be safe. This is- I mean, it takes so long for this guy to get killed. Like, yeah. it is, like, four minutes into the episode before it happens. And, like, I thought it was going to happen, like, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And it this just episode, though, going. they really, they really, like, pad out the scenes where someone gets killed. Because this scene, it takes so long to happen. And then the scene later where Catherine and uh, other bloke are getting in their cars, and you're like, the car's going to blow up. And then they're, like, getting in slowly, yeah. and then they're waving at oh each my other. God, and yeah. it's, it's like, like, oh, my God, just blow up the car. And then it, you, you you know it's going to happen it yeah. just felt so padded out the guy's like oh, i sure do love my car oh, i, I love, love riding my around in my car it's so comfortable being in my car i love my yeah. body being in one piece oh. not in, oh. in pieces <laughs> i love all the things i'm gonna do and change about society and these guys lives <laughs> all the future plans i have that's what but it all was. starts with me being in my car and driving around <laughs> I yeah, can't wait so- to watch tonight's episode of I Married Dora the Explorer or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so he we've got Mitch and he's talking to Ned, who just is like also the biggest creep on the job. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, he um, might get his eyes clawed out later. Still not sure. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so uh, they've got, like, something going on where it's like, oh, yeah, who's the one that got Flint, that Flynn's been making noises, Jack, they say. Yeah, Flynn. Mm. Yeah. And Flynn just looks like a complete freak. Like, <laughs> he's up there, and we know he's the guy that's going to die, because he's the guy that's separated from everybody the entire first four minutes of this yeah. episode. And they just have him standing up there, like, and just moving his arms around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is his job? His job is to tempt fate. <laughs> He's doing semaphore. Come and get me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, um, but everybody seems to be in on it, because <laughs> Ned, like, just looks up, gives the guy with the crate, like, all right, here it's it's about time to drop that crate, and that guy just nods back like, "Yep, got it, boss." I love we never talked to that crane operator guy again yeah. this episode. <laughs> no, what if he Question got the signal? Anyone. What if he got the signal completely wrong? The guy wasn't signaling for that, and then he's like, "What did you do?" <laughs> you, you gave oh. the murder signal. That was the murder no, signal. No, no, I specific- a thing on- no, I didn't. I specifically gave that don't murder signal. <laughs> I know they're similar, but no, no this one's like, this one's more to the left, see? 
Oh, oh, we should we should make those wildly different. I I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, unfortunately uh, for Jack, Jack ends up seeing Flynn, and I guess he no Jack is the one that pushes him over. Who's the other yeah, guy? The Sweeney. Sweeney. Yeah. Sweeney yeah. goes over and uh, sees Jack <laughs> push. I don't know Flynn, Flynn in front of the thing. Yeah, yeah. it's. There's so I'm many like, names. First of all, there, there are t- too many people. There's like, too many people involved in this. <laughs> was there really a need to push him down? I mean... Yeah. Like, why not just take one big step back and let that thing fall? It's not, like... Yeah. You know, what's gonna happen? Yeah. You just want to make sure you knocked off that hard hat just in case that might have protected them? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> would protect a shipping container landing on the... <laughs> yeah, the tiniest hard hats that they're all wearing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, that's not much protection there. But I because I was like, oh, this guy's going to push him. And the reason I knew that is because that guy that pushes him is standing so close to Flynn. Like, I honestly, I think if it were me, I would have at some point turned around and been like, hey, back off. Like, why are you so close to me? Seriously. (laughs) He's practically on top of him. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he gets squished in uh, like a little pancake. It's just... (laughs) It's kind of horrific. <laughs> yeah, there is nothing left of him. Like, he's a puddle. Yeah. They're going to pick him up with a sponge. Just a puddle with a mustache. Oh, and a hard hat. Yeah. No, because they knocked the hard hat off. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Otherwise, hard that hard safe. hat would have survived. Yeah. Yeah. He would have lived. That hard hat's like, phew, I survived! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they lift the, the box up, the crate okay. up, and it's like the hard hat is still there, just <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so poor Sweeney is like, oh, this is bad news, but uh, can't really do anything about it because he doesn't want to end up under one of those things. Uh, so he just goes off to the side. Um, then we see the next what happens shot. Then, Tammy? <laughs> uh, we see this red light, like the street sign thing going on and off and Vincent in the shadows. Oh. In yes. Sam's room as he's sleeping. In his bedroom at the end of his bed. Oh. Like, oh, Vincent, what are you doing? Why are you such a creep? It's so <laughs> creepy. Yeah, so uh, we learn that Sam is a helper. So yeah. I guess a helper is just people who help people under the sewers. <laughs> I need to understand more about these sewer people. I need this uh, yeah. episode where we explain the sewer people quickly. Yeah. Like, I I feel like we're however many episodes in now, it's time. It's yeah, time we, we need to learn to about know this. the history of what the hell's going on. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm confused as to when Mitch later is like, doesn't he say that he was like sent down there or something by his dad? Yes! Which, yes. Is, is that what all these kids are? They were all sent down there? That's weird. Yeah. So they I don't mean, have that, parents down there? Well, and they just have father. <laughs> father says something like his his father, his father dad was too old. I'm like, wait, wait, what? I yeah. mean, this is an old man, but I'm like, um, what, like 20 years ago, I was he still too old to have a child? Yeah. Like, shouldn't the kid be getting an education? Why is he, like, being sent to the sewers? Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. I think he sent him as a sacrifice. <laughs> that's what <laughs> sacrificing that's what it is. Him. Yeah. Everyone sacrificing their their firstborn child. 
to the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a yeah. Pennywise so, situation. Yeah, so this is episode six. I had to just look and see what, what episode number this was. I, I just feel like we we need to understand what is happening mm-hmm. in the sewers. And we're six episodes in and we don't know yet. Like, that's crazy. We need to know. Um, especially when they just drop little clues here and there in every episode and we're just trying to piece it together. It's like, no, I just need an episode that tells me the whole story. Um, but yeah, so Sam is a helper and father, because father, we do know, used to be a doctor. Or not that we know, but <laughs> that's what we've heard. <laughs> Yeah. He used to be a doctor. And so he's like sending, what, homemade pharmaceuticals up to this guy? Yeah. Well, they yeah. say, where did where did he get them? And he's like, oh, from someone else. So father's like doing all these shady dealings. Like, is he like getting medication from someone who lives above the surface it, it, to, in exchange for like looking after his kid? Like, I don't like this. Like, isn't this what those people... Um we're doing in Demolition Man. <laughs> oh! So father's like Edgar Friendly in Demolition yeah. Man? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like stealing medication and shit and taking to the yeah. sewer and eating rat burgers. Oh, I man. Like if we get a, cr- if we get a crossover, <laughs> yeah. if we get a crossover, Simon Phoenix turns up and fights Vincent, I would be so happy. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I think that this is this uh, means that we need to do Demolition Man as an extra episode, a bonus episode, because it is about sewer people as well. That's true. Yes. That's true. Yes. So uh, once we learn about these sewer people, we'll have to then compare them to the sewer people in Demolition of the future, sewer people of the future, and see yeah. how it. How, and then we will write our thesis on sewer people of the past, <laughs> how they be- eventually become the sewer people of the future. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I just, I was like, okay. I, I I think we had heard the term helper before already and when they talk about Catherine. Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of wonder how many helpers there are. And is Vincent in love with all of them? Because he's apparently in love with Sam and he's in love with Catherine. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Do you think this means Mr. Rogers at one point uh, lived in the sewers? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he's like, please, well, hello, Vincent. Vincent, won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> this Aww. is Vincent. He's a lion man. He <laughs> sure does murder a lot of people. <laughs> oh, and I guess um. By the way, you're talking about Mr. Rogers. I'm very weirded out by that trailer of Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. Really? Have you not seen this? Yeah, yeah, no, I've seen it. I'm, I'm just like, weirded out. I'm just like, I, 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 because in my brain, I'm like, Mr. Rogers was old, and I feel like Tom Hanks can't be old because then it makes me feel old. So in my brain, oh, it like okay. just doesn't compute. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I it's like one of these weird things. I'm like, Tom, Tom Hanks can't be playing Mr. Rogers. It'll be like if they were like Tom Hanks is playing Gandalf. I'll be like, no, 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 he can't. I thought you were going to say it's because you're a big QAnon fan and you're pretty sure that uh, uh, Tom Hanks is a pedophile that's drinking adrenochrome to stay alive. Oh yeah, that's, I mean, that as well. I mean, mean, Mr. Rogers should not be played by someone who's high up involved with a a child adrenochrome ring. Yeah, absolutely. Those are my words, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say those on a regular basis. 
Yeah, that's that's what uh, you know behind the scenes look, guys. But that's what Claire messages us about all the time. Yeah, she's always yeah. sending us QAnon stuff. It's real. Yeah, weird. and Brad, I I will say, please don't read any more of my personal messages that I've sent you. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna read one more. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, Claire's always talking about how much uh, how Trump's gonna save us and uh, <laughs> reveal the, the pedophiles, and it's like yeah. Claire, Trump's a bad guy. You gotta stop. Yeah. You gotta stop following him. Hashtag MAGA. Come on. Where we uh, go one, we go all. I uh, we also learn uh, about Kipper. Kipper's one of the children that lives in the sewer. Yeah, He's gonna be bringing Kipper. Food to Sam. Kipper. Yeah. Mm. I need to learn more about these children in the sewer. Yes. Where did these children come from? <laughs> Apparently they're all being sacrificed by their families. Oh my um, god, Kipper's in like a ton of episodes. Really? Yeah, he's like in ten ups. Oh my god. I wonder if Miam, what's her name? Miam Bialik. Is that her name? Is going to be in yeah. anymore? She was in that one, wasn't she? Yeah, I doubt yeah. it. Because... Uh, so we've got, you know, so Sam tells Vincent, oh, by the way, Mitch is back, uh, and he talks about Mitch being poison, and- Mitch Buchanan. around. Yeah, Mitch Buchanan. <laughs> uh, and so we see that, obviously, this guy, Mitch, has a relationship with, uh, Vincent. Yeah. Always doing, yeah. Um... Yeah, I was very confused because I immediately, after that first scene, forgot who Mitch was already. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was like, who? What? And even when he came back, I was I was a little lost for a second. Then I finally put it together that I'm like, oh, he was the guy from the beginning of the episode. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's Charlie uh, Bucket's grandpa. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we get... Who, why is he Charlie Bucket's grandpa? Oh, Sam is. Sam is Charlie Bucket's grandpa. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. I thought you meant Mitch. I was like, oh, what are you talking about? I can't, I can't remember whose name's who. Was Sam yeah, played by Charlie Bucket's grandpa, the same actor? No. I don't think so, oh. but that would, be, yeah, he that would like have him. been fun. Yeah, that would have absolutely blown my mind. Grandpa Joe? Yeah, that would yeah, have been Grandpa fun. Yeah, Grandpa Joe. Oh. Uh, so we've got uh, the next scene where Catherine is, uh, man, she owns that office. <laughs> she really does. She's got that power red on. <laughs> and the world's biggest, this bell. It is so Gotta belt that turtleneck. Gotta belt that turtleneck. Oh. Um, also, in this scene, her trousers look like they're green, but in the next scene, they look like they're blue. But in this scene with the green look of her trousers and her red jumper, she's dressed in full-on uh, Freddy Krueger colour scheme. It's kind of amazing. I, they look grey. I don't know what Yeah, they saying. look grey to me. Oh, they look green to me. Oh, like a, like a khaki green. silver or blue colour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, um, I want to talk about Edie oh, for a second. You want to talk about you? No, Edie. Oh, I thought you said I want to talk about me for a second. I was like, okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> go for it. Um, no, I'd like to talk about Edie because she's only wearing one earring. <laughs> it weirds yes. me out. She's one of the Lost Boys. <laughs> oh. I mean, I was like, why is she only wearing one earring? Did they lose? I, I feel like that was not on purpose. I think she just lost the other earring. Uh -huh. I don't think that was a choice. Like, it just seems very odd because it's such a big earring that yeah. it seems weird to just wear the one. And it's like a big and little like, man or something. Yeah, 
It's like a little man kneeling. I really, I like it, and I wish she had both of them. Because <laughs> I thought it, was... it looked like um, what's his face, Cockapelli. You know, do you know no. who Cockapelli is? No. He's like a Native American like fertility dude. Oh yeah. And like yeah, if you're okay. in, yeah, like playing a little flute. My sister has a randomly has a tattoo of him. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it what it reminded me of. Yeah, it reminded me that, or like maybe like um, you know, like Egyptian hieroglyphic guys or something. Mm. Like it, it was very. I mean, I, I liked it, but I was just like, why is there only one? So it really threw me off. Also, her I like her earring has- more later. Her star, her stars. Oh yeah, the star ones cool. later. Yeah, her, her jacket is out of like Mad thing. Max or something. Yeah, is it like a jacket or a top or I? It's like very shiny, and then it has a patch on the sleeves and. Yeah. It there's just so much going on. A lot happening. A lot happening there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling I usually kind of like her stuff, but I don't I did not like anything going on in this scene. Um and then we've got a uh, Catherine's boss guy, uh Joe coming yeah. to talk to her and talking about this case with the mobster and Catherine is just like, "Am I on the case? Am I on it? Am I on?" It? It's like Catherine like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> Joe's just hoping that one day Catherine will love him and not a, a, a sewer lion. <laughs> He's so in love with her. Yeah, so, um, but he does tell her that this this job is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Edie also uh, says that job. she loves Fred Astaire, which yeah. I approve of. Yeah. But every job Catherine's been on thus far has been insanely dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's just like a DA, right? Yeah. Or she works yeah. at the DA's office. She's been but, kidnapped a couple of times. Uh, yeah. All kinds of shit's all, blown up. Yeah, almost blown up, and twice now. And it's like, what is she doing? Like, I, <laughs> I don't think her job is supposed to be this dangerous. So, But this one is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're going into the conference room to talk to, uh, was it Frank? Frank DeCorsia. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, I was very happy because he's like the uh, uh, union head guy. Um, I'm glad that they didn't make the unions the villains because it was the 80s and um, they could have easily just made the unions completely tied to the mob. Yeah, Mm. yeah. In this case, this guy wants to take the mob aspect down so that way they can protect the employees, which was nice. Yeah. But that's why he had to die. That's why you knew he had to die. (laughs) How dare he want to help the employees? Um, so yeah, so they're talking about this case because he doesn't think that it was uh, an accident. <laughs> this, oh, really? This yeah, not an accident. Yeah, accidentally um, happens all the time. I accidentally drop a giant shipping container on a human, a guy whose only job is to like direct <laughs> shipping containers. Other <laughs> <On> fingers. <laughs> Somehow we ended up completely in the middle under the shipping container. Yeah, it's just weird, weird how that would be a, an accident. Um, so he talks about Mitch Denton being out of prison, and he used to be an enforcer on the docks uh, a few years previously, and so now he's been showing up again, and that's why they think he's involved. I so, was like, yeah, that's not hard to put together. <laughs> so what? Like when he's n- when he was in prison, nobody was like taking care of this area for the mob. Yeah, that's what I feel. Yeah. Like, it's like, no, it's his job. He's When he gets out of prison, he's got to get back in there and make up for lost time or something. Yeah. And also, I like that 
So they actually had tried him for murder, and they only got him on extortion. <laughs> so th- this is not new for Mitch either to be involved in like yeah. shady, mm. shady, murderous dealings. Um, this is not organized crime. This is disordered, uh, disorganized crime. Absolutely. To fact, <laughs> five years, no one collected any money from this fucking doc. Yeah. yeah. Like mafia, get it together. And also, okay, so he, I'm sorry, I'm trying to read through some of this. So, uh, they were talking and they tried to nail him on murder. He beat the rap. Now he's back. And Catherine says, and Charlie Flynn is dead. Frank says, Flynn had guts, which I was like, well, that's inappropriate. Uh, Yeah, not anymore, he doesn't. (laughs) He does, yeah, they're all over the dock now. Um he was prepared to testify against Denton. Denton got to him first. Which I was like, wouldn't that have been years ago, though, that he was going to testify against Denton? Yeah. Well, I assume then he's going to testify like, coming back. Ah, uh, okay. Like, All right. the new round. Um, and Joe's like, oh yeah, Catherine's been very successful in bringing witnesses forward. I'm like, has she? Her last yeah. case? Like, those guys blew up. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time they die. A lot of times they seem to have been uh, killed by a wild animal for some reason. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if anyone, because all these people around Catherine keep dying by being like mauled by a wild animal, if anyone starts to suspect later on in the series that Catherine's a werewolf. Oh, they're pretty sure she's an animal. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Um, so... Right away, Frank is like, all right, let's go talk to these guys. Catherine, you're with me. Let's go. Uh, I do like that in the transcripts, it says, uh, Catherine is with Frank and in his car driving along docks. There's a boat tied up. Men are walking to and fro. <laughs> <laughs> all the live Rather than just two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, really transcript? I don't know. Sometimes I read these like notes in the transcripts. And <laughs> so like, all right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, just walking around would be fine, but walking to and fro? I mean, I guess. Fair. <laughs> um, so, Frank is telling Catherine about a little bit about himself. He says he went to college uh, on a union scholarship, and uh, his dad was the one that said he'd be, uh, he wasn't going to spend his life in the hold of a cargo ship like him. So, it, like, the, these cargo docks have been in Frank's blood forever, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he was talks about the witnesses they have, and she's like, what witnesses? And he says, D&D witnesses. And I was like, Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. I mean, Catherine already knows a lion man. We could get some dragons in this show. There you yeah. get your wizards, Claire. That's where you Yay! get your fucking wizards. <laughs> Finally, um, <this> wizards. All- <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, my name is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Vinny the wizard, I got a plus three <laughs> against dragons. <laughs> I would give anything for there to be wizards in this show, guys. I am a wizard. <laughs> got a wizard yeah. blade. <laughs> this is my wizard stuff. Look. Yeah. I, my armor's a plus ten rating. <laughs> Uh, but this is also where we have Frank saying that that he loves uh, everything about it, but I love it, stink and all, and that's where Josie was like, ugh. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously, dude, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. 
Um, so they, they go in, and the D&D, by the way, uh, is for deaf and dumb, because deaf these guys dumb, don't want to yeah. talk. Yeah, they don't want to talk to the to anybody about what happened, which, you watch someone just die in front of you, so, I mean, I get it. Like, I don't think I would be wanting to uh, talk to anybody either. Wait, what? you're saying you wouldn't turn everything against, against the mob? Yeah, I mean... I guess not. I feel Timmy. like I probably would not. I know. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I also wouldn't want to live out in the country like what ends up happening to Sweeney. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, seriously. Fuck that. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to get my house in the country. I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just let the mob keep going. I mean, <laughs> they've been around for quite a long time. I'm not going to make any changes, so... <laughs> Yeah, does witness protection provide health insurance too? Because, uh, no, I'm not buying this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but having Catherine there, like, really turns these guys into, like, yeah, I don't want to talk to anybody. You know, I thought this was just supposed to be about the union asking some questions, and now we've got this chick here. Mm. Um, so no one wants to talk, and Sweeney's looking all kinds of nervous <laughs> in the back. <laughs> I like the poster uh, in the background of this scene at one point that just says, don't trust your luck. I was like, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's one that's like, if you spot a potential for an accident, then report it. And then there's one that's like across from it that just says, don't trust your luck. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's real important because uh, if you come into when you're a, a wizarded cave and uh, <laughs> there's a troll with a plus three uh, against wizards, you could end up... I mean, you could end up in a real bit of trouble there. Oh, Vinny, you're my favorite wizard. <laughs> Thank you, madame. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so needless to say, all these guys walk out. They don't want you. They don't want anything yeah. to do with it. And is this the bit where there's uh, Proddy McGee outside? And he's like prodding, and then uh, Union guy takes him down. Uh, yeah. Let's see, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just like, stop Ugh. prodding! Ugh! That guy's gross looking. Can we talk about yeah, him for just Yeah, a he's horrible. <laughs> he's wearing... <laughs> yeah, he's really, like, using those fingers to, like, just push into that guy. Yeah. But it's like, he's wearing this burgundy vest thing and uh, a flannel underneath, which is fine. They're all... It's it's the aesthetic of the docks. Fine. Yeah, Tabby, we've but all done it. Come just, on. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Obviously. Uh, but he is just so gross and dirty looking, this actor. <laughs> yeah. That when he gets pushed around, I'm like, look, can you just tell him to take a shower? Like, look, yeah, he's so hair. gross. Ugh. Yeah, yes, hair. Real, not good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's Rado. Rado, Rado. I think he, isn't he the one that dies later? Oh, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he is. Yeah, in, in the kill list, I, I think I just put like, I don't know something random in there because I was like I don't know who that what that guy's name is. <laughs> so, but I think it's it ends up being Raider that dies. Um, but yeah. So Frank says that that's one of Denton's gorillas. It's like oh, it's, okay. <laughs> um, so let's see the next scene. Oh, we've got a lot of looking over the city, and then we've got uh, Catherine and Vincent talking on. Uh, on, her, on her balcony. Oy. They are so far apart on this balcony. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Then I'm like, anyone standing outside can hear your entire conversation. Yeah, they're like, oh. see that you're talking to a lion man. Yeah. (laughs) Catherine, you're talking to that lion man again? No. Okay. Hey, Catherine, uh, do you and your lion man (laughs) friend want to come down for a game of (laughs) D&D? We're invading the orc's castle tonight. Aww. Yeah. But some of the things that are said in this scene. um, Catherine talks about how quiet and peaceful it is, and he says, but there's a storm raging within you. (laughs) (laughs) And he, she says, you felt it? <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> and he says he can almost hear it. All your feelings colliding, thundering. Um, yeah, this... Uh, I am impressed, overwhelmed. I don't even know how to express how I feel about the things they have Vincent say. <laughs> Is there a storm of emotion raging inside of you Tell me about it? Uh, yes, it's did, a... Did you yeah. watch the clip I posted, the SNL sketch? No. No. Uh, so, I, yeah, I posted in the Facebook group. Uh, I'll have to go back. There's and watch a great. Uh, Phil Hartman was Vincent. Um, <gasps> oh, amazing! And, and it's it's Vincent and Catherine on a double date <laughs> with uh, <laughs> oh. Vincent's uh, Lion Man cousin, who was played by John Lovitz. <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, I need to good. see this. Oh, it's nice. great! It's great. Because they're just in the back seats, uh, um, like just saying nonsense lines. <laughs> and, uh, Demi Moore is the is the other woman. Oh wow! Oh and she is not feeling John Lovett's lion man. <laughs> That's great. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so Catherine is just basically she's talking what a, a lot of us talk about, which is like, look, I've got big things coming up at work right now. <laughs> this could really go somewhere for my career, but I'm afraid of failure. And. uh Vincent tells her she can't fail, and I'm like, well, but she can, so she can. <laughs> That's yeah. not helpful. As I don't a friend, know if it's Vincent, because yeah, I know it's because it's a close up of him in this scene as well. His, I found his makeup around his eyes to look really weird. Yeah, no, I see that every once in a while. Like, I don't know if it's also the way they light some of these scenes, but oh, yes, the way they light his eyes later eyes. is amazing. What they're so blue, oh. like when he's oh, it's so good. I love it. Yeah. Um, and also I noticed in this scene too with his makeup I'm like he has the most arched eyebrows <laughs> like a high arch no. um, but yeah so he's <laughs> I can't even talk about his clothes they're his normal clothes yeah. <laughs> just so much um, but he tells her that she has the strength you have the courage we both know that you so you must use them. I only wish I could be there for you to keep you safe. Always. And she uh, you says, are. you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, you creep. Uh, I'm so uncomfortable with where this show goes. Um, I just wish I could hollow you out and wear you as a skin <laughs> so I can keep you safe always. Um, oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> I, like, and... I guess because I'm not into, like, romance, period. So, like, it's very difficult for me to watch this kind of stuff anyway. Um, You know, like, I'm not into rom-coms. I just, I don't, it's just not me. (laughs) Romantic stuff is not me. But I really am trying with this show to, like, get into the fact that there's definitely a romance happening between these two characters. 
<laughs> but I, it's yeah. so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> they deserve each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no one yeah. else should ever be forced to endure this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so, and I'm, I'm trying to appreciate that they do for whatever reason care about each other. Yeah. But they're also very codependent people. Yeah. And they also know nothing about each other. No. Catherine, do you know why people live underground? Can you explain this to us? <laughs> Um, alright, so the next scene is, um, I don't know why people are there to attack Sam, but we've got Sam being attacked by these two I, I two got guys. so nervous just watching him try to carry that plate to the table with his crutches. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's gonna spill his little bowl of soup. Oh no. <laughs> like, he's then just he's struggling like, along, shaking. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Yeah, yeah. But he, it is... So he's, like, so, like, slow and careful, because, you know, he's elderly. He's, like, you know, he's playing it up. But then when these two thugs come in, he turns a- he whips around so yeah. fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's been saving that energy up all day. <laughs> Seriously. Also, old man, get some blackout curtains. Like, you gotta get this, like, red neon, like, glow out of your apartment. Yeah. It's probably what's making him sick. Seriously. <laughs> I love his, um, his very half-hearted, help me someone, help me. <laughs> At first it's so half-hearted and then like he does kind of panic and then scream more. But before it's like, who, who, are you yelling at the people well, that are attacking you? Well, I love they're he also like, uh, there's, a cop, there's a cop that lives uh, just, just down the hallway. Like he's, he's really trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why do these people think he has money? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but that's what they're there for. I mean, they they purposely, like, seek him out. Um, these guys... Ugh, they're clothes. <sighs> First of all, they just, like, rolled around in the dirt and showed up here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> uh, also... They were wrestling outside. The guy with the blue shirt, he didn't even button it right. It's, like, all scrunched up and... Hmm. Uh, it's like why uh, but the other guy looks like he's trying to be some model or something with a little scarf around <laughs> like, it's like he's like I'm gonna wear this scarf. and make me look fancy yeah it's like a fashion scarf that scarf's not keeping you warm it's a little tiny mini scarf yeah he's not much of a thug either he, he randomly throws a lamp um seemingly <laughs> oh yeah in the, in the middle of the air yeah he throws it over the guy's head like, like, take this lamp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, so while Sam is being attacked, Mitch shows up. Mm -hmm. And, uh, takes the guys down, and that's when I was, first of all, like, oh, was this the cop that he was talking about? I really didn't know who this yeah. guy was. No. I did not recognize him from the first scene, so. Um, oh, I'm also looking at, what a fancy little teacup that Sam has. <laughs> is it? Out of there's a couple yeah. of fancy little cups in this episode. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's why they thought he had money. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mitch kicks the shit out of these guys. and <laughs> There goes, sorry, I just watched, there goes the lamp way over yeah. <laughs> in the air for no reason. Um, but yeah, Mitch isn't having it. He, he kicks them out um, and he tries to help Sam up, which of course we find out that's his dad. Uh, and 
Mitch is acting like the hero, which I guess at this point he, he is. He kicked these guys out. I thought we were going to find out that this was a setup and like Yeah, I really did them. too. Cuz I was like, "Oh, well maybe he's got like some of like maybe he knows where like some money is hidden or something and it's all a plot to get the money back." I don't know. But no. No, it's just it really was just this timing of Mitch coming to see his dad. Because yeah. I actually almost thought it was like his way of trying to pretend like he's a hero to his dad. Like yeah. he set these guys. Yeah, up so he set out. That's what I thought. It was like, oh, I just happened to be here. But yeah, but these guys never appear again. So <laughs> yeah. guess not. Yeah, just random hoodlums. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he says that uh, Mitch just came by to see how his dad was, and he says he had a lot of time to think, and um, he knows he caused his dad a lot of, of grief, and he doesn't want his dad to hate him. It was a, I was like, oh, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, although then we find out that his dad had dropped him off in the sewer, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of questions. What is this dropping kids off in the sewer? I didn't. Yeah, this definitely is a sacrifice, right? Yeah, and so he tells him, he's like, you know, Dad, look, I just want to, like, let me take care of you, let me get you to a place that has a nurse, basically put you in an old folks' home, which his dad kind of needs, like, he can't have fucking Vincent creeping in his window and sewer (laughs) kids bringing him food, like, that's what's happening right now. Look at your life, Sam, what is going on? (laughs) Um, so Sam says, no, I've got help. Mitch says, who? Vincent? And this is when Sam says he's been a friend. Yes. More yes. than a friend. More than a friend. <laughs> he's been a lover. <laughs> it was, it really was the way he said it. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah, Mitch, I Vincent know. is your mother. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> well, because then he's like, uh, like a son and he doesn't say anything. Yes. <laughs> So... It's very, very worrying. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's not a... I don't know. Sam Maybe that's why Vincent that... was standing over Sam. Well, Sam was sleeping, because Vincent was working out how to say goodbye to him, because he's like, I've moved on. I've got a Catherine there. Yeah. It's over uh, Sam. <laughs> it's, <laughs> sorry, Sam. Well, I guess You'll be dead soon anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I guess he's just waiting for Sam to die. I mean, why break the old man's heart? <laughs> <laughs> um. So we find out too that Mitch is mad at Vincent because Vincent wouldn't let him hide out in the sewers. Um. When instead he ended up in jail for five years. Yeah. Uh. uh and Sam's like, "Why can't you forget? <laughs> you know, forget <laughs> like when you forget about me dropping you off in those sewers as a child." <laughs> yeah. Come on. Get over it. Yeah. And uh, Mitch leaves <laughs> and just goes right down to the ton- to the to the basement to yep, find the, the fraggle away. hole. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, just so funny. And he finds it so easily. Like, how are more people not just wandering? Yeah. Into yeah. you know down here. Because well, apparently it's a maze down there. Once you get in, is it though? No. no. <laughs> I mean, well, they say they moved all, they moved things around. I don't know how the hell it works. Yeah, how did they move tunnels around? How? <laughs> I mean, I assume the fraggle holes are static, and then there's just like, I, then they're just like, they do different the doors. Way. Yeah. The entry points. They close points. things off, and yeah. yeah. So, okay, and for real, a question. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, 
So we already saw Vincent, he and the children apparently go visit Sam regularly to help him bring him things, medicine, food, whatever. So they're coming up and down and seeing uh, Sam. So are they the children not are like, using... help us! <laughs> Is, are they not using the hole that's in the basement of Sam's place? No, I think they are. Okay, because how are they stacking the boxes back up in front of that hole uh, when they're on the other oh. side of that hole? Well, yeah. I, that's what the helpers are for. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is on his little crutches getting down uh, there. <laughs> I really thanks for the medicine, but uh, oh, are we sure we couldn't find somebody else in this building that could uh, move these boxes? I mean, uh, it's a lot. I mean, I, again, I appreciate the help and all. It's just... I mean, you know, my social security, I could have, I could have, I, I could have just gone to the pharmacy. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could have taken the stairs. It's uh, just, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I, I really, maybe that shouldn't have been something I noticed, but it really bothered me. Yeah, I didn't even notice, but yeah, now I'm thinking about it. It's like, maybe the helpers have like... helpers. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't they just help them out instead of the sewer kids helping them? <laughs> I don't know. We're just protective services. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Mitch gets into this fraggle hole, and of course, uh, one of the kids is peeking <laughs> sneakily through a brick hole. <laughs> I love when the kid puts the brick back to hide. Yes. That's yes. the best part. Oh, um... And we've got Mitch, like, just wandering around the tunnels. Um, <laughs> there he is, putting that brick back, sorry. <laughs> and apparently, we don't see it or hear it, but he's tap-tap-tapping away on those pipes to let everyone know that there's an intruder. Hey. Yeah. And we know that because Vincent is with Father talking about a fresh water spring. <laughs> but yeah. The twin, the twin chambers. How is, how is there a They're fresh water spring on the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is Kipper. Them. This is Kipper that goes running in. And it's says, good that we have a name to call him that's not Forval because I've just been calling him Forval. Yeah, no, this this one's Kipper. And um, yeah, and the other kid that was uh, putting the brick back—that's Luke. He's the one that tapped out the worm. Right. Okay. And so. <laughs> Kipper looks like something out of Captain EO. <laughs> that outfit. <laughs> if he starts dancing and turns into a robot, I'm going to be excited. <laughs> I miss Captain EO. Oh, I love Captain EO. <laughs> but like with that vest and yeah. like those knee pads and I don't even know. Um, so <laughs> immediately we've got Vincent with his cloak running through the tunnel. Oh, it's so good. So much and it's just so so many shots of him running. I love it so much yeah. every time. <laughs> good. Yeah. Th this is good TV, guys. This is what makes good TV. <laughs> um. Yeah, and you know, like Mitch is like just slowly making a, his way through, and just meandering, and <laughs> freaking. Vincent is really huffing it because, like, we see we get another shot of him running through tunnels again. <laughs> well, he doesn't want him to find out about his 9 11 plans. Um, 
And Vincent was wearing his cloak when running, but when he comes back out to see uh, Midge, he do he's not wearing his cloak, so I don't know what, he <laughs> what happened to it, but it's not there. And uh, Midge tells him, oh, you don't recognize me? I'm an old friend. And Vincent's like, you're not, you're not welcome here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> but Midge doesn't want to leave. <laughs> um... And he thought he'd just check out the tunnels after he went to go see his dad. And he says, you changed the tunnel entrances. I got lost. Which they didn't change the tunnel entrances. Mm. I don't know what they're changing. I don't well, understand I think, how I think the tunnel it. entrances may be different than, like, the, the entrances so, to the sewer. Okay. All right. Because I just think about, like, um, in uh, in that episode um, uh, where uh, um, the guy with the snow globe... Oh, um, Howie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Because they were right outside. I think that thing they were going into was the tunnel entrance. Oh, okay. So these doors are the tunnel entrances. I think so. Okay. But the like, holes yeah. are just the sewer, like, to get the down holes. to the tunnels. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, that's kind of, that would be good to know. Like, if we can, that, this is two episodes now where I think that we can say these doors are the actual tunnel entrances. I like, think like, what we need to do is we need to get a map of New York and we need to map <laughs> out the tunnels under New York, okay? I think we can do oh that. Oh my god. I also like to imagine that the whole thing spins like the carousel of progress. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine everything is like the carousel of progress. Absolutely. <laughs> oh. So as Mitch is, like, walk walking around Vincent, the transcript says, Vincent stands like a rock, solid and still, as Mitch walks around mm. him. <laughs> so Vincent is like a rock, just just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, this like is a fluffy, Mitch... fluffy rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With great hair. <laughs> great hair. Uh, so this is when we learn that Mitch lived down there because he says, you know, he used to live down there. Remember, Vincent tells him that they were friends as children. Those times, he remembers. Um, well, Mitch left because he about... found out Vincent was sleeping with his dad. <laughs> uh, we learn about other friends, Rennie and Ike. <laughs> so... Who's Ike? <laughs> Ike, we ever meet Rennie... Ike? Mitch and Vincent were all hanging out, and then some hobos chased them, and uh, they had knives and everything. Yeah. And Mitch was the one that helped them get away by holding up the, the uh, grate. Yeah. And so I guess Mitch feels like Vincent owes him for that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, Vincent says that you betrayed our trust, and oh, yes, this is it. Mitch says, that's right. My old man stuck me down here for eight years. Yeah. <laughs> what did I it get mean, me? What is this about? This is so weird and worrying. Yeah. Yeah. He Vincent says, we offered you a chance for a better life. Mitch says what I, and I agree with Mitch. He says, living like a rat. <laughs> Having to wear fraggle just... clothes. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I buy yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Mitch says, uh, don't tell me that you don't know anything. Do you want to hear about the real world? <laughs> Vincent says, is that the real world? It's like, yeah, Vincent, that's the real world. Yes. You live in a hole. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's telling, he is telling Vincent to, like, run away, which I was like, well, this is a lion, man. I'm not sure where <laughs> you think Vincent's gonna <laughs> run off to. <laughs> the circus. The Lion uh, King parade at uh, Animal Kingdom. <laughs> 
Yeah. And he, yeah, he talks about the laws of the jungle. It's like, all right, Mitch. <laughs> oh, I love the bit. What does he say to Vincent? He makes a crack about the laws of the jungle, and he's like, you would know about that. And I was like, yeah, oh, was snap. <laughs> Vincent's kind of like, I am a lion man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because he, well, he's telling him, like, you know, to get in the docks, he had to, like, go up against a lot of mean guys. That's what he says, yeah. mean guys. Oh, poor Mitch. <laughs> and Vincent says, so you killed them. And that's when, yeah, Mitch says, law of the jungle. You ought to know something about that. Yeah, seeing as um, you're a lion, man. Yeah, and Vincent, of course, is telling him, you, you're better than this, Mitch. And he's like, no, I'm really not. <laughs> yeah, I... I so Mitch lived in the tunnels for eight years. Yikes. That's just why he turned out evil. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because he's been, he's dumped in the sewers and raised like, like a, uh, what? We don't see any adults living in the sewers, except no. Father. Yeah, it's for that. very upsetting. And Elizabeth said last week that we will see an adult, but I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so this, and then we, we get a little bit more detail. So Mitch leaves, and then Vincent and Father are in the next scene talking, and Father, of course, is like, oh, we gotta, we gotta fill in all these holes, guys. Like, we can't, you know, Mitch can't be back down here, so. And they've, they've already started working on it, so that's fine. Uh, this map, by the way, that they keep referencing in every scene here <laughs> is like just two, like four squares put together. I'm like, <laughs> this is. I'm sure this is not what the tunnel system looks like. <laughs> All right, and here's building five. Uh, we want to take this one out too. <laughs> um, but Father says uh, we must secure all the other entrances. He can't, you know. I'm. He's never going to leave us in peace. How can an act of kindness go so wrong? Yeah. So what, what they act of felt kindness? like taking Mitchin for eight years was an act of kindness. Yep. And Vincent says, your act of kindness to him was the only kindness he ever knew. So what the fuck was going on with Sam? Yeah. <laughs> too old. Too old. Uh, yeah. He was too ill to look after him. He's been ill for like 45 years, apparently. <laughs> yeah, dude's faking it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> um, yeah. Benefits cheap. You've got He really yeah. is Grandpa Joe. <laughs> Yeah, all they need to do is offer him a golden ticket. That guy will be up and jumping around. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> He'll be up and doing a dancing a jig in no time. Um, but Father says he had to accept him, and he also felt like Mitch was full of promise. Um, and he says but maybe what? if he were more... I have no clue. Oh. So does Father only take children if he feels they're full of promise oh. or something? This is so Father's weird. I don't like it. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't like this. Mm -mm. Father, you're creeping me out. We better find some more, some info about you soon. Yeah, and so Vincent said that when he talked to Mitch, he was looking for that face of a little boy he knew, but all he saw was hatred and evil. Yeah, evil was like a big word. I know I called him evil a minute ago, but, you know, Vincent, like, jumps in. He's evil! Uh, Vincent, you're the one who's murdered, like, how many people now? Um, hold on, I'll... <laughs> Pull it up on our, our kill list. Uh, I mean, we're almost up to double figures now, right? We have to be. Yeah, so this is episode six. We are up to eight kills. Yes! 
Six of them, which is on the murder section, two of them by accident. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to add that this guy's name is Rado, so that way I don't forget. Rado Ranny. Oh, I can't put all that. I'm just putting it. (laughs) (laughs) That's too much information. (laughs) Um, All right, so I think that's for this episode, if I can recall, um, that's as much information as we get now. The additional info about the sewers yeah. and sewer yeah. people and all that stuff. But it was, I really, it blew my mind. <laughs> I was like, I, I am more confused than ever <laughs> about how this uh, foster children sewer program works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the next thing we've got, um, Catherine uh, and Edie, I believe. This is what Edie's wearing, her awesome star earrings that I really like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I like Is it. this where um, Catherine is wearing her kind of, I haven't got it on screen, her kind of Al Calabici uh, neckline top, the blue one? No, no, she's wearing a cable neck. Oh, yes! Oh, okay. a With a pocket! Oh, what is yeah. that pocket about? I'm all for pockets. They're very useful, but oh, this sweater is horrible. And Edie, yeah, I think, looks really nice. She's got, like, the blue eyeshadow yeah. going on, but it suits her, and she's yeah. got these little star earrings. I'm like, Edie, you're, you're always well put together. Yeah, well, except for... Apart from when you yes. lose an earring. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't understand. Yeah, because I'm sorry. If you've got a sweater, like, with a front pocket, like, that's not... On your boobs. Why have you got a boob pocket? Yeah, because, like, you put anything in that, that's just going to stretch out that part of that sweater. Like, it's not... I don't... A boob pocket, by the way, is uh, not... Because, obviously, you get breast pockets in things, but a boob pocket and a jumper, because it's, like, on top of her boob. What are you going to put in there? It's just going to sag that part of the sweater down. Yeah. I don't don't like it. No, me neither. Not impressed, Catherine. Do better. Yeah. Um, so, I get, I, Catherine's basically asking about, uh, Den. And Edie's just saying, yeah, they have all the, the legal paperwork is there, and he owns a bunch of small service corporations and contracts out to shipping companies, and it's, Edie says it's extortion disguised as a, a straight business. Mm. But obviously they can't prove that, because otherwise they would have. And Catherine is just concerned that she'll never get the, the, other guys to talk yeah um and then we so that was like a very quick scene but yeah i like what Edie's wearing well the little that we see of it yeah we only see her for like a minute but she looks cool she looks cute yeah and we got Catherine talking um to frank again they're like at a bar or something they're at a bar well it looks like a bar i don't know what it is like a dark diner i don't know <laughs> yeah it's got like a coffee cup oh my god yeah they're drinking coffee at this bar Everybody's drinking coffee in this episode. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, look, I'm I'm for coffee. I had coffee before we recorded. I absolutely, so. I love coffee. I just but in a bar, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about bar coffee. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it would be the best. Mm-mm. I mean, it's also 1987, so all coffee is garbage. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they didn't know what a a good coffee bean was. Um. So yeah, but they're they're just chit chatting away in here and. And Frank's just saying how hard it is to, like, fight this good fight. And you're like, oh, and you're was, gonna die. Oh, yeah, exactly. And and we learn that he has no family, so it's yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Mm, okay. No time for a family. I'm too busy doing good. Yep. 
Right. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of commitment. There's a lot of things like words commitment are thrown around, and there's risk in this job. But he's he's in for the fight. It's like oh god, I, like you're die. a union manager for the docks. Like I'm sorry, dude. Like I know you went off to college and then came back to work at the docks, and like cool, whatever. Um, support workers, whatever. But like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> And I can't tell if I like his sweater or not. It's got like a design or something on the front of it. Oh, has it? It's like a it's like a sweater vest. Oh yeah, or yeah, something. It's got, like diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's like um, a little iridescent, or maybe that's just the way the lighting is in there. But it's like you know, no, kind I, of. I, I like I it. I don't think it's. I think it's just a normal sweater. And there's like white um, diamonds. Oh, it's just. Ooh. Yeah, it's hard because like when he's in the shadows a little bit, you can't see the diamonds. Uh, you can see it when he when they come out. Yeah. Okay. I'll wait till then. I'll I'll hold my judgment till then. then. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, it's just uh, a shirt with a sweater vest and a trench coat. Yeah. He's you know because he's in New York, he wants to dress like um, the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So of course Sweeney shows up to this coffee bar. Everyone's showing up to this coffee bar. Yeah, everyone's meeting up. Um, and he's like, hey, uh, he, d- he, he goes up to them to tell them he doesn't want to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I still don't want to talk to you. Also, nobody's going to talk to you because of... <laughs> yeah, and he goes, he's like, I got nothing to say. And Catherine goes, we haven't asked you anything. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah... It was just, it was a very weird thing, but it's definitely supposed to be like, oh, Sweeney wants to talk, but he can't talk, so that's just pretty much that. Um, and then he tells them he he's got his family to think about, so and uh, this is when Catherine's already throwing out like, oh, we can, but we have witness protection, we can go ahead and have witness protection help you out, so yeah, and then you this can is live the in the longest, country, Ugh. yeah. And this is the longest scene to the car ever. <laughs> oh. Yes, it just takes ever. so long. It's like waving, oh, bye. You know, it's just like, no. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's also where, like, he had offered Catherine a ride, and she's like, no, I've got my own car. Don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Sky. He's so gonna die. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's... I do like when it does finally blow up. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and then... <laughs> I'm sorry. At 27.19, when <laughs> Catherine is, like, back at her place in her little pajamas, and she's just, like, the most sad sack of a human <laughs> on her couch. <laughs> and I understand why she saw this yeah. explosion. But just, like, this shot of her is just, like, this could be any uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then a creepy shadow walks up to her Yeah, window. and you see her in the background, you're like, wow. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at this sadness, but... <laughs> no, but you should. You should tell me. <laughs> and, and I do. I, I, you know, I can't help it. Um, so, you know... He, she's tell she tells Vincent all about the thing, and Vincent's like, "Oh my God, death almost took you. <laughs> I felt it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what was did that? You, did you feel like? Did you feel the heat from the fl- like? What did you feel? <laughs> like, 
The panic? Yeah. I I don't know. Such a fucking creep. I can't. Is, like, yeah. Ugh. He is. But he does tell her. This is what I was like, uh, no, Vincent. He tells her, go no further with this. And uh, she says, what are you saying? And he says, stop. You must. <laughs> stop. You must. Yoda. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And uh, she says that, uh, Vincent, you're the one who taught me to face my fear and to find courage. Did he? Uh, <laughs> no, when? No, I, he, he hides in the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She says, I have, a, I have a chance to bring down the men responsible for all this. I have to. And he says, a life without you would be unbearable. Take great care. And then he it's leaves her. You, <laughs> it's like he's more worried about her de- how her death will affect him. Like, oh, well, absolutely. yeah, that's exactly oh, yeah, what he's Vincent. telling her, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's real like, uh, alright, Vincent. <laughs> also, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Catherine goes to visit Sweeney and his whole family. <laughs> I don't, I didn't care for this. I didn't care that the children got involved. I... I didn't like that. I was like, I mean, although his kids are older, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I didn't care of- for his sweater or his tiny teacup. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care for his son's voice where he sounds like a chipmunk. <laughs> where he sounds like, oh, oh, don't worry, dad, it's fine. I was like, wow. Like, I just wasn't expecting the voice to be that high coming out of this kid. You're the one that always saw us. Exactly. You should stand the girl. up what we believe in. Because the daughter appears. I also, I was not ready for the amount of ribbons in that daughter's hair, because there's so <laughs> many ribbons <laughs> on that head. But the daughter appears, and she's like, Yeah, Dad. You must- <laughs> 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 it was just so weird. The son's like, You want to tell us, Dad? Oh, yeah, you gotta clear out my hand. Yeah, Dad. Yeah, you yeah. gotta do the right thing, Dad. It's me, your daughter. <laughs> I, Let's talk about all of their clothes. Oh, I mean, boy. I don't even know who oh, to start Tammy, with. Oh, Tammy, go. So, yeah, go Tammy, okay, go. yeah. So, Sweeney, I, I agree with Brad. This, like, sweater, it looks like a jester sweater. Or yeah. <laughs> like, this thing across, and yeah, he does have the tiniest of teacups. And then yes. his wife... Is, doesn't have a teacup at all. She's got like, it looks like a big plastic cup. And uh, she's got like this big plaid shirt and oversized sweater she's wearing. Catherine. Oh, Catherine. Catherine. <laughs> this is her, her jeans. top. Yeah. This, her, this sort okay. of weird buttons. <sighs> okay. No, everything. Go. Everything. Yeah. I okay. <laughs> her top is like, it's a high-necked t- top that's got, like, a collar that I'm shocked doesn't have ruffles around the top. <laughs> that's all it's missing. All the way buttoned down to the highest-waisted jeans. Yes, all yes. The buttons there, I counted those. four buttons doing up these jeans. Oh, <laughs> like, it's so... They're so the high. The only thing I like was her brown jacket, but that's even so big on her. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm trying to get a good shot of the, what the son and the daughter are wearing. God, those jeans. Those well, the daughter is wearing jeans. all the ribbons in her hair. So many ribbons. Yeah. The son, like, has got this gross shirt that's, like, it's got, like, four buttons or something down, but then it stops. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does! 
Why? Yeah, no. It's like a tunic shirt. It's yeah, like, it's bad. Um, yeah, so this, yeah, this scene as a whole. Why? Yeah, look at that daughter's ribbon. That's massive. Mm. It's as big as her head. Where they belong. <laughs> <laughs> For at least eight years. <laughs> at least. Yes. <laughs> what if yeah. that was the witness protection? <laughs> oh, they stick with the sewers? Oh. I like, and these kids are like way too down with like witness protection. Like, yeah, I guess they're probably just bullied a lot. And it's like, no, no, we're yeah. fine with changing schools. We're fine. No one's gonna miss us. I mean, um, yeah, Dad, I hate my school. I, I don't, I want to be in a different school for little girls, which is what <laughs> I am. And I talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's to- Tommy uh, and Laura. Is their characters' names? Yeah, you always told us to do the right thing, and Tommy's like, stand up to him, Dad. Or, really, he's like, stand up to him, Dad! Uh, <laughs> don't worry about us! <laughs> we'll be fine! <laughs> and, and Sweeney's just like, okay, I'll testify! <laughs> oh, if you kids insist. Yeah, I just was like, I, I mean, because the wife is like, well, they should have a say, it affects them too. I'm like, no. I mean, I... Yes, but honestly, I feel like the dad has the most say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I he, I think kids should at least be made aware, hey, we're going to have to go into witness yes. protection. You, you're going to have to leave your school and all your friends and change your identity. Sure. But but really... But I don't need to get a vote. No. And, and also, remember, he wasn't planning on doing any of that. It's the kids that kind of helped talk him into yeah. it. So I'm just like... As a kid, like, they don't know what's around the corner. Like, they can't make this kind of decision. Why are you trusting children to make this kind of decision for you and your family? Mm. I, It was just very... I know that what they were trying to do, but it, it did not come across well to me. Agreed. Um, and all of their fashion is monstrous, so... Yeah, they're a monster family. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Get so your ass now- to the country where you belong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With those big ribbons and all the buttons and flannel. <laughs> you're going to dress like a farm animal, you're going to live with a farm animal. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so then we got the next scene where Sweeney's... Uh, I think this is... What was it? This Is this where they're starting to notice that uh, yeah, they Catherine still- has visited the family? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got Mitch in the <laughs> shadows. And then, yeah, and then the next scene where Jack is going to actually, Sweeney's going to talk. Yeah, he's testifying. You've got, the, you've got Joe and Catherine there. Is that how it works? Like, I mean, I guess, like, you don't have to, is he going to have to show up to court and testify yeah. as well? Or, okay. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, I imagine you make your statement and then they get you into hiding. Because you'd have to be cross-examined, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You? you know, even that's if it's... That's what I would think. Yeah. It just seemed... Because like, that's what I thought, but the way this episode makes it seem is like they're just going away for hiding and they're never to be seen or heard from again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, well, they're going to have to come back out, so... All those boxes they're packing are full of the daughter's ribbons for her hair. <laughs> well, those boxes are all trash anyway because they're sealing all the boxes with like paper tape oh yeah the, the tiniest yeah exactly yeah get some parcel tape 
Like, that's masking tape. That's not for sealing boxes. All your shit's gonna fall out when you pick that up. Yeah, but it's ribbons, so it's all really like ribbons and cuddly toys. Um, so yeah, they, they, but they do tell him, okay, well, your house in the country is ready for you, and he does not sound excited. <clears throat> He's like, Yay! Your house in the country, the country, wink. We mean your hole in the sewer. <laughs> um, so, and then he tells, he says that Catherine is a pretty persuasive lady. And then, of course, we've got Mitch talking to all the guys, like, alright, before he, he goes to the house in the country, let's take this guy down. Yeah. And we have one guy that, that he's talking to that looks like he should be in the prisoner with his little striped shirt. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> it's like, is he living in the village? Yeah, he's, no. an, extra- he's an exchange goon from the village. <laughs> he's part of the exchange program. Like, is uh, it... Are like lobster legs? Is this really what you? Is this pro murder? I mean, uh, pre murder meal? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I get to be rough with the with the crab legs. Like you get to be hardcore with them. <coughs> you know, like crush them with the thing, and I guess that gets you pumped. I don't know. I don't. I just delicate I with butter. Know. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't feel like that's a meal for like before a very active uh, murdering situation. Yeah, what if you get, like, slightly bad shellfish? (laughs) No, because carbs are going to slow you down. That's true. I mean, I I just think you do a basic sandwich. I just feel like like seafood is... I I don't know. I just... I don't know about that. I'm not a shellfish fan anyway. Yeah, after murder. Perfect time. Perfect time to sit down with some crab legs. Yeah, you relax. You have some crab. Maybe a glass of wine. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, maybe maybe a, a salad or something yeah. like a real like but like a full salad, you know, like, like a superfood salad. Yeah. <laughs> Get them superfoods in you. Oh, I think on true true crime we're gonna have to start focusing on what people are eating before their crimes mm, as well. Oh yeah, it's important. Uh, stuff. So yeah, but they're gonna go. They're not just gonna go kill Sweetie. They want to take down the whole family, and I'm like, well, fair. Because have you seen that family? <laughs> yeah, monster family. Yeah, um, and Catherine is there, like helping them pack, which was weird. Yeah, with a small little tape. I just, why was Catherine there helping them pack? I don't I, know. I mean, she's a real busybody. Like she bought the masking tape. <laughs> well, she's a terrible tape person and of course mitch rado and ned are all in the car they're you know waiting waiting for them (laughs) mitch says it figures he lives way out in queens i'm like i i wouldn't even know that reference (laughs) hey (laughs) spider-man lives in queens okay for him what if this is a spider-man crossover (laughs) claire please do not tell the mafia where spider-man lives (laughs) Oh no, I didn't say his real name. <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Oh no! <laughs> I thought you were friends with Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. We're BFFs. Um, and as these guys are gonna get out of the car to go kill everybody, um, the police start showing up and with the moving car and stuff, so. <laughs> yeah. They just roll on out. <laughs> Ah, foiled again. Oh, no. We ate lobster for nothing. 
<laughs> I mean, really, they should have skipped that meal and just gone straight to the murdering, and they could have had this taken care of. Yeah. Because, like, that's, why did the cop show up until they finished packing? Yeah, I don't know why he hasn't had police protection this whole time. Catherine is not police protection. No. Don't worry, Dad, I'll protect you. Yeah, and then, of course, they're just, like, hugging Catherine. Oh, thank you for helping us out and getting us a place in the country. <laughs> yeah, that wife, like, throws her arms around Catherine. Yep. Uh, so we're back at Catherine's apartment building, and, uh... <laughs> Mitch is, like, there as Catherine's about to go in the elevator, or maybe she's going in her place, I don't know, whatever. She's over there. She's like, uh... He's like, we're looking for a guy named Sweeney. Maybe you could help. I'm like, oh... Why is there always this chit-chat? Just take her down. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Why are you doing... Uh, yeah. <laughs> like this bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, yeah. It's yeah, weird. Yeah. Mitch just I mean, needs to be true. more efficient. Also, Catherine is wearing a jean jacket. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because they were talking so much about moving to the country. She thought she'd put her country look on. Which is like five layers of clothes. No, it's just this jean jacket has a different collar <laughs> than denim. It's not a... Huh. I don't know. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it looks like it's a different shirt, but it's not. It's the collar to that jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so many layers. So, of course, they take her to the dock, which I feel like is a very obvious choice. So, yeah. I don't know if that's very smart for them. It's good enough for, for the defenders, Tammy. You know, every every season there's a fight scene at the dock. And Baywatch Nights, come on. It's a classic. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then they're just yelling at Catherine in the car, and she's like, I'm not telling you where he's at. Yeah. Um, and then we, of course, of course, <laughs> get... Oh, so good. We, we get Vincent uh, feeling her. <laughs> is this the one where his eyes are lit really blue? Oh, no, that's later. This one is quite funny, though. It's not as good as the one in the first episode, which was the best one yeah. so far, where he's like, who? Yeah, Scooby -Doo no, but, I, but I love it. Yeah. Because yeah. we immediately get him running after this. Love it. Yes. He should always um, be running. Yeah, yeah, I want him to run everywhere. I want him to run <laughs> everywhere. And, like, he's really going all over the place. I was sad, of course, that there wasn't the subway, but... Yeah! But there's just all these shots of him running different places, and I'm like... Weird. My favorite thing, though, is that Catherine throat punches this dude. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. And snatches his gun. Yeah. I like that they have her being a badass. It's good. I mean, she always gets caught still, but <laughs> it's, I, I like it. I like it. I feel like that, unfortunately, that is the most realistic thing. Like, sure, you can hit this guy, but he's probably still going to catch up to you. Oh. Yeah. But I like that she tries, and she doesn't give up. She just keeps going. True. Um, and then, of course, we've got Vincent <laughs> uh, running. And there's now, like, a shootout. Catherine's in the middle of a shootout. Yeah. Um, and Vincent gets there in time to see Catherine shot. Yeah, Catherine gets shot, and he holds her. And he howls to the moon. <laughs> yes. I was, I was expecting yes. a lion so hard. I was expecting a lion growl, but it's just a scream. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. like, a, it was a scream, but it was kind of like a howl as well. Yeah. yeah. I was shocked. I was shocked that Catherine was shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I genuinely was like, what? Well, after hearing about these letter things that she dies or whatever, I was like, she can't die now. <laughs> Did you think she was going to die, Claire? <laughs> I don't know. I think she died in the I first episode. She's a spooky ghost, I've told you. Oh. So then we, of course, get um, Vincent running with Catherine now, like a rag doll. Yeah. And uh, takes her all the way to the hospital and then just drops her off I out mean, front because what her. is he going to do? Hey, go to the door and yell, hey, we've got an emergency out here and then yeah. run away. Don't just, like, leave her. Yeah, say she's been shot because otherwise those people, they're going to come and find her and they might not realize at first that she's been shot. Like, vital yeah. seconds here, Vincent. Yeah. No, he needs to take a second to tell her, don't die, Catherine. If you die, so do I. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> what? Uh. <laughs> our souls, our souls are one, Catherine. Gee, what's a soul? <laughs> hey, Catherine. So uh. our souls are one. By the way, if you didn't know what a soul is, it's a spirit. That's what it means. <laughs> okay, bye, Catherine. Bye. Don't die. Um. So he has to leave Catherine, and he goes running away. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> All the way back. Why? Why is he running for the sewers again? I would love it if they just reversed the footage of him running there. Oh, he's so good. Uh, Just like, yeah, so he's, oh man, I'm just, (laughs) I've just seen after scene of him running. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) This is seven scenes of him running. I love it. I mean, so just put much. the Benny Hill music behind it, and we're yes. good. We're good. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, so yeah, he races through the building <laughs> to find Mitch, and um, Ned is like there, and he's checking his revolver, and Mitch is just like smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. And Ned is tell Ned is telling Mitch, "You're you need to relax. You're gonna have a heart attack." <laughs> And I'm like, uh, you don't know that the Lion Man is coming. <laughs> <laughs> the Lion King is going to come and get you. Yeah. And uh, he tell, he says, uh, you know, shoot anything that, that, if anything moves, just shoot it. And then he shoots Mitch, and Mitch is like, not me! <laughs> um, Ned says, you scared of this guy or something? And Mitch says, you idiot, you don't know what we unleashed. <laughs> About. <laughs> He's talking about the beast within Claire. It's the name of the episode. He's talking about oh. his his Colby or his Cheryl or his yet to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh so you got the one guy. I mean, Vincent doesn't have a beast within. I mean he is a beast. You know, it's not like yeah, it he... takes much to to make him have his beast nature. Yeah. He's he's oh, one I guess of his beasts. Isn't... Yeah. I guess this isn't Rado. This really is just some random dude. I don't know who this guy is. No, this that, yeah, this curly haired dude. Yeah, well, the one that has his neck broken. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah well, know. I'm gonna I'm gonna delete Rado's name. I'm just gonna leave him as guard guy. I don't know who he is. Yeah. All right. Um, Looks like Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> <laughs> this is for Homeland. Vincent murdered Mandy Patinkin. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh, Broadway legend. <laughs> Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> please, Vincent. Please. I'm gonna ask you. Please don't murder me. 
I'm in Sunday at the park with George this this tonight on Broadway. <laughs> no. Red, red, he was blue, in that, blue, right? Blue, 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 blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Little more light. <laughs> Please um, don't kill me, Lion Man. Weirdly, wasn't Jake Gyllenhaal in a recent production of that? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. J- oh. Jake Gyllenhaal did Sunday in the Park with George, which oh, I'm like, st- can he sing? I didn't hear. I was so. S- but I've not seen anything from it, but he was on something being interviewed about it, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, I'm cancelled. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, th- so this guy, <laughs> he's just chilling, and Vincent comes up behind him and snaps his neck. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't even do anything to Vincent. <laughs> no! Vincent flat out murders this guy. Cold blood yeah. murder. And that's yeah, why it's... he is the housewife's crumpet. Oh, his name is George. Well, now I'll add George oh. to this. <laughs> and he's meeting Mandy in the park on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday in the park with <laughs> a little more light. Oh dear! So he, and Mitch is like telling Ned, like, "Hey, go, go find out what happened." <laughs> it's oh, like, don't, man. don't do it, Ned. Oh. Don't do it. No, <laughs> save yourself. Does Ned? Does Ned get his eyes clawed out? I think so. Vincent straight up blinds him. <laughs> it's horrific. Yeah. I feel like Vincent. Vincent's the hero. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It's his, uh. He, he said, Ned is covered in blood. Sure. And then he I kind mean, of comes. Doesn't he come down the stairs and he's like, oh. Yeah, he's coming up the stairs and he's like. Because his he's, insides are falling out, you know? <laughs> And we don't see his face, but he's just, like, making these sounds, and it's like, I... I, I feel like Vincent, like, just bit his eyeballs out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to watch it now. So he's got... Okay, this is where he gets the mm-hmm. other guy's flashlight, so he's, he's still fine at this point. And he turns around, and is this... Is it before or after where he, uh... Okay, well, he's, I think he's screaming or something now. Yeah, he's screaming, and he's like... Stumbling up the steps. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not putting it on the kill list, because as far as we know, Ned didn't die. He's maimed. Yeah, he became uh, dead. Ever. Certainly maimed. But but that's not what we've got going on. We've got a kill oh. list. And then Vincent... <laughs> Vincent becomes like a zombie out of the Thriller music video. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just... I was gonna hole these I was gonna say the Kool Aid Man. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but that also means he 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 like you know he was down there, um, slashed Ned's eyeballs out, um, then climbed up there to make a Kool Aid Man entrance. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, it's so weird. Um, and then they're on the catwalk, um, and Vincent is like snarling and. He's full lion at this point. He's no, there's no man at this point. He's just lion. <laughs> <laughs> um, with Mitch like just begging for his life. Yeah. And then what does he it's say to really Mitch? He's like, "You're nothing, or whatever. You are, I don't know." But the the lighting on um, Ron Perlman is really cool in this bit because his eyes are like super blue. Like it's really scary. Like I wrote wrote in my notes like this whole scene is like a horror movie, and Vincent is like you know, 
like Freddy Krueger running after these people. Do you know what I mean? It's like a horror movie and he's the bad guy. Yeah. And all it is is like, I mean, because he's about to kill Mitch. And what it, uh, Catherine, I guess, semi-conscious, consciously, unconsciously says, whispers Vincent. And then we spin back to Vincent. <laughs> Just stops. <laughs> oh? Um, and he just tells him, there's nothing left of you, nothing, and then walks away, and I'm like, so, yeah. is Mitch just gonna continue being I mean, the there's nothing left, there's nothing left of the guy who was squished by the shipping container, but there's definitely yeah. something left of Mitch, and he's gonna, you know, is he gonna come for revenge, or like... I mean, hopefully, uh, someone's alerted the police to, uh, where he's at. Yeah, I don't know, mm-hmm. it's... It's just such a, like, look, I'm not trying to grow the kill list that Vincent has going on right now, but it does seem like this episode just leaves it where this guy can just go murder more people. Yeah, I mean, mm. Vincent straight up killed the um, Sunday in the Park with George. Yeah. Uh, but, like, left <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one guy lost his eyes, definitely. De- definitely happened. We saw that on screen. Um... <laughs> Sunday in the Park we saw with, it with our own eyes. Was I know it's a bit too soon to be saying that in front of him, but we saw it with our own eyes. Yeah, we saw it. <laughs> that he has back. no eyes left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then this motherfucker, like, I he like pisses himself on a catwalk, and Vincent's like, "All right, I guess I'll, I'll leave you be." Do you reckon he'll come back in the show? Like, he'll be he'll come back as a villain? No. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I. It's so open that they could if they wanted to, though. Who knows? Yeah, they could. It's, it's 1987, so I yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. That classic that's villain, true. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent's nemesis, Mitch. <laughs> um, you know what's not Vincent's nemesis is a fan that is apparently in Catherine's room, blowing uh-huh. his hair all yes. over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is this wind coming from? I it's the wind of the heart, Catherine. <laughs> the wind of the heart. Oh, I fly upon I... its wings to your arms, to your sweet Catherine, embrace, can you, where can I will you paint be always. With all the colors of the wind. <laughs> <laughs> it's so kooky. It's so kooky. Like he's sitting there, and throughout the entire scene, Catherine, have there's... you ever asked the grinning bobcat why he grins? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I... <laughs> How the hell did he get in there? I don't like, know. He was scared to take her when she was dying, like, to the front steps of the hospital. This fool has already gone inside a hospital now. Yeah. I guess through the through the window. It looks like the window is blowing the curtain. Well, I didn't, I didn't know if it was like the window yeah. was open, it was blowing the curtains, or if it's this fan or whatever. I don't know. But he's like he's in a L'Oreal commercial and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. His wind, his hair is just constantly blowing. Um, and Catherine had a dream that they were walking down Fifth Avenue. The sky was blue, and he bought Vincent bought her ice cream, and no one looked twice. And then he smiles, and I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, Catherine. he smiles, and Catherine goes back to sleep in her her drug state. Catherine, this dream of yours, you know it's impossible. I, <laughs> I, uh, I don't have a job, so I don't have any money. <laughs> I mean, if you could spot me uh, a ten, I'll 
you know, go buy you some ice cream, but I mean, it's there's a just, Baskin Robbins on the corner. Like I, just, you know, I, just, I, I like it's. I mean, it's my world. Like we, I come from a secret place, and uh, we just, I don't have money. So I mean, <laughs> no. I, you're a lawyer. I feel like you know maybe you should pay for the ice cream. I, like, <laughs> Our barter I mean, system isn't children. We just swatch. I mean, I, I could trade you a to trade kid goods. for a. I could trade you a kid for a scoop of Rocky Road if you like, but I, I mean, I'll, also my outfit doesn't have pockets to carry cash in. Unless we go to that Epstein ice cream shop, I don't think that's a. I don't think I'm gonna get that deal working anywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. All right, so that was the episode. That was that mm. was it. Um, that was the beast I definitely thing. enjoyed talking about it more than the episode. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, this was the weakest episode uh, right. for me so far, for sure. Yeah, I think so as well. And it was it wasn't like completely dull for me, but it definitely was not as exciting as some of the others. But we had so many running scenes that it really made up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> uh, best dressed, worst dressed. Oh, that outfit Catherine wore with the highest-waisted trousers ever. Um, but go, go, Brad, go. I think it's Mitch in that first scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah you're it's, right. It's pretty oh. bad, yeah. Yeah, but that Catherine actually made is... me, like, throw up a bit in my mouth when I saw her, and I was like, oh. Yeah, but, but Catherine, she's lucky Mitch was there, because that outfit that Catherine wore uh, mm-hmm. is unforgivable. That's very true. <laughs> it's unforgivable. Um, alright, best dressed. Mm, I liked Edie's blue outfit with the little star earrings. Yeah, it's yeah. hard because I We just didn't see what she was wearing at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And she had such a misstep at the beginning of the episode that I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But I did like like her star earrings and all that stuff. Yeah. Brad, thoughts about best dressed? Yeah, no, I can go with Edie. All this right, was a hard cool. one. This was a hard one. Everyone looked uh, not so great. Mm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, worst dress could have been in that entire family if they were one, like, just... Uh. <laughs> God, a family of monsters. Yep. Alright, who won and who lost? Oh. M- Mitch won, because he kept his life, maybe. I guess, like, yeah. Someday the part with George lost. Got... I mean, I, does Sweeney win? Because he doesn't even have to testify now. Oh, yeah, true. Testify. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but he's got to go move to the country. Does he though? Because he doesn't have to testify now. I guess. I think he can just go back home. So what? Why does he not have to testify? Because Mitch is still alive. Yeah, but if they don't, Catherine can testify that he tried to murder her. Oh, I guess. Yeah, so they'll just for not that. use his testimony. Yeah. yeah, but he still needs to leave town because Mitch knows that he was about to testify and that he's like, I don't know. I feel like he's still in danger. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, somebody has to leave the town, but he doesn't have to testify, so... Yeah. yeah I think Sunday, Sunday in the park with George definitely <laughs> lost, because he was just standing there minding that, his own yeah, business. Yeah, okay, he was whistling yeah, a jaunty tune. Lost. He might have been nothing to do with this whole thing. And then <laughs> he just got his neck broken by a line, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he lost. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I mean... I just don't know what's happening with Mitch. So that's the only thing is like, I mean, honestly, he could win because who knows? The fuck? Yeah, I, uh, like he, he could have just left town after this. You know who who lost was the guy that got his eyes gorged out. 
Ned? No, um, yeah. no, no. Sunny the Park with George definitely lost. Um, yeah, George, he was doing George shopping. lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. <sighs> huh. I mean, does Vincent win for having a, a fan everywhere he goes to blow around his hair? <laughs> so he was looks fabulous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I was so thrown off. Like, I was like, where is this wind coming from? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know who won everyone else in Catherine's office? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they didn't get stuck with this nonsense. And they don't have to feel guilty because uh, she survived. Yeah, mm, true. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Catherine's office. Uh, we don't have feedback. Guys, start sending us feedback. What are Seriously. your thoughts? I mean, I, I need to understand. What are your thoughts about this? Yeah, how are you not watching this show? It's so good. Yeah. Let's also, run to this episode, Bit Week. Yeah. <laughs> this this week's episode, Bit Week. But this show, I'm loving this show. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I'm, it. I'm just excited to keep going. Like, there's... It's such a crazy show. Yeah. Um, alright, well... Do you want to know what we have next week? Yeah, please. Well, not next week, sorry. Next episode, because next week we'll be doing... Uh, our other podcast, I believe. Um, it would be next episode is Nor Iron Bars a Cage. Accidentally caught on film, Vincent becomes the target of a scientist desperate to learn the truth about him. Ooh. Mm. That's exciting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and like you said, Claire, next uh, week we'll be doing our other podcast, Absolutely True True Crime, a deadly serious podcast. So that's going to be <laughs> exciting. Um, we'll, we'll try and focus more on what people are eating before they commit crimes. So yeah, see if, see if there's any the mix. See if there's any correlation between that. Uh, also, I read I just read the description for the episode after the next one, and it made me laugh because it might explain a lot. Oh, well, well, well don't read it yet. Don't read no, it. No, 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 I won't. I won't. But it did made me laugh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I. This is definitely a show I look forward to watching every week. It's I'm waiting for it to just turn miserable, <laughs> and it hasn't <laughs> yet. And I'm I'm very happy about that because yes. it's such, yes. such a delight. <laughs> and I know it goes on for three seasons, so I'm like, well, the ratings must have been okay enough to keep it going. Yeah. So, so I, you know, much like Elizabeth, who shared, you know, she she had watched it. Uh, as an adult, please share people uh, who have watched this show. <laughs> what were your thoughts when this show was on? <laughs> I need to understand. <laughs> and we're still looking for someone who listened to those phone calls. Yes. I know we're asking a lot of, of you guys, uh, but, you know, we're doing this podcast for free. Get back, you know? <laughs> are, are you bought those VHS tapes one at a time? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another good one, yes. That would be good, too. All right, anything else for this episode, guys? The episode Beast Within. Oh. <laughs> that was Colby, my Beast Within. Oh. Colby, calm it down. Go <laughs> get a snack or something. No. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Bye. Roar. Roar. <laughs> Bye. Bye. 
thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via sewerlion at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash sassy sewerlion or on Twitter at sewerlion. Call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com. additional minute. You can hear a boring letter from Vincent to Catherine. Please hang on the line for your boring letter. slipping away and I lived an eternity. I saw my life without you, Catherine, and it was a loss I could not survive. I have known hopelessness, even worse. But what struck me to the core was this. Until that moment, I had never truly known faith. Yes, faith. Darkness enveloped me, and yet I felt an inexplicable hope, a belief beyond knowledge that you would live. I know now that hope, that faith, came to me through love. The night you told me of the risks you faced, I said to go no further. That warning came from care, but it was also filled with fear. I was afraid of losing you. Afraid you were not strong enough without me. I want to protect you. We need to protect the ones we love. But now, I understand we also need to trust to allow the ones we love to face their risks and find their courage alone. How hard it is to let you go. How frightening it is to trust that fate will be kind. And yet I know I must if you are to continue to grow strong. Isn't it strange that those we hold closest to our hearts are the ones we must also set free. Love is not a refuge. I think it is a journey and not a safe one. It is filled with terror and wonder 
and we must go forward in courage and in truth. I'm with you on that journey, Catherine, wherever it leads. And on that journey, we are all as children, finding our strength, facing our fears, holding each other by the hand. Oh, yet we trust that somehow good will be the final goal of ill, to pangs of nature, sins of will, defects of doubt and taints of blood. That nothing walks with aimless feet, that not one life shall be destroyed or cast as rubbish to the void when God hath made the pile complete. Behold, we know not anything. I can but trust that good shall fall at last far off, at last to all, and every winter change to spring. So runs my dream. But what am I? An infant crying in the night. An infant crying for the light. And with no language but a cry. Sleep well, my dearest Catherine. Sleep well.